the Sticker Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, I'm Ann Lundholm, and this show has everything. Bad date ideas, worst date ideas, don't you dare date ideas, post-apocalypse cleanup, the tail end of dad book talk, and more. Love is in the air as we celebrate the Hallmark holiday named after a man who was brutally martyred in the third century, which seems like kind of an odd choice on which to hang a capitalist frenzy, but I don't know. But rather than celebrating enforced displays of romantic appreciation, we're sharing our ideas on dates that let you know this person is not your soulmate. And joining me to spread our collective wisdom are all the ladies of the T-She Coven. Up first, from Middle-Aged Mama Studios in Austin, Texas, it's Hillary Livingston Butler. Hi, Hillary. Hello. Where are my flowers? I'm still waiting. They had to be <laughs> delivered. TikTok. No flowers! <laughs> Next up from Money Pit Studios in Detroit, Michigan, it's Meredith, the MVH fan Harn. Hi, Meredith. Hello. And finally, from Girl Scout Central Studios in Linwood, Washington, it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Hi, Christy. Hello. Um, I just say that your house is Girl Scout Central because it is Hil- Hillary's first year. Oh, yeah. No, it next is definitely. Can... Yeah. Next year, I'll take the <sighs> mantle, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. TBD. Well, Ugh. you sold how many boxes did Bridget? Uh, well, Bridget sell? She, she sold like like in person. She sold like 70 something. And then a couple people, you know, bought them like family members and friends and stuff bought them and that counts towards her stuff, but she didn't personally do it. So she sold like 90 something. She did pretty well for her first year, yeah. I think. I mean, I really under when they were like, okay, now it's time to ask for, you know, you put your order in. I was like, we're going to lowball this one. I think I ordered 59. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to, let's like uh, under promise over deliver on this one. But um, yeah, she did okay. It was, it was fine. fine. The difference between 80 boxes of cookies and 100 is way bigger than just what yes. 20 feels like yes yes so <laughs> um i think elliot is at 200 oh, sold that we have to deliver lord so, god bless so that's a lot of space so yeah i'll take girl scout central yeah you are you know the thing that we discovered too when christy and i were you know christy was giving me words of wisdom and just like give like her experiences with this in austin and I don't know how they price it. it um, the boxes are five dollars. Well, that's really easy, especially at a booth, because mm-hmm. it's just like the kids can do, you know, five are easy. Uh it's six dollars in Washington. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. Mm-hmm. That it sucks. just changed to that this year. And the girls oh. were like all grown as soon as they heard that because they know <laughs> that counting by sixes and change is way harder. You're like apoplectic. You're like, what do I what do I do? Like, well, and I have to make because I'm the treasurer, so I have to make change for each of the booths so i would just you know give them a handful of fives and tens and it's yep. great nope like, not anymore oh. you gotta get some ones out no, no. <laughs> uh, well okay i'm so glad i don't have kids this is bullshit well this is our own little girl scout troop yes, here. Exactly. That would be a weird man, <laughs> weird woman scouts. <laughs> that sounds so weird. That sounds real weird. And yet, Girl Scouts sound so normal to us. I know. I know. <laughs> well, on today's show, we'll begin with a little small talk. Hey, we've already started it. 
check what's in the mailbag, give our opinions on what not to do date-wise, make some Tishi recommendations, and let you know how you can get involved with the show. Uh, let's go with Hillary and Smalltalk. Hello, hello. Okay, so I um just thought I would give a little update from the aftermath of last week's stupid ass uh, storm, ice storm slash Austin energy collapse. Yeah, um, it's not called the ass apocalypse. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it should be. Though, oh, side. This is a little side note. Today they had an Austin City Council meeting, and some guy <laughs> went in as like dressed as a clown, and he was like, "I'm coming in for the job that I want, the head of Austin Energy." <laughs> 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 that was kind of funny. I'm sure he's like a Trumper or whatever, but it made me laugh at the time. But um, okay, so you know, now that we're about a week out of it, I I see that we actually had it pretty easy compared to a lot of people because some people are just getting power back like now. Some people still don't have it, but it's a, a pretty small group of people. But so we recorded what was it? it was Friday night that we recorded, and I was like, "Yeah, we've got power. Let's go. We're good." And we finished recording. It was a, you know, we had a great time afterwards. I'm like playing Candy Crush on my phone, watching a TV show. Like I'm in heaven. I'm happy. The kids are all on their various devices, days watching TV. We're warm in our house. And then the power goes out (laughs) and you know, whatever it was warmer. So it wasn't like, Oh my God, it's going to start getting so cold again. And but my kids are a little dramatic and Bridget just started like, well, like, no, we should have stayed at a hotel. I know we should have stayed at a hotel. And we're like, it's okay. It's okay. The problem also is all my neighbors, you know, there's like a text group and the neighbors are all texting like, fuck, like just so pissed. And <laughs> so the power goes out. I don't know. It might've been like 45 minutes and then it comes back on and we're like, oh, okay. And this is always what happens. It's like, you sort of extrapolate everything for like, this is forever now. So the power goes back on and we're like, okay, it's back on. And then it went out again. And we're like, okay. And at that point, I was like, everybody just needs to go to bed. It's nine o'clock. Go to bed. It'll hopefully be back tomorrow. We're just, you know, at least we know that they're kind of working on it. We're not lost in the shuffle. And then about 45 minutes later, it came back on and has since stayed on permanently. But yeah, my kids were slightly traumatized by it. And then the next day, it was sunny and 60 degrees. And then Sunday, it was like, 75 degrees and just gorgeous. I was like, I feel like, and I hate this term. I feel like it's so overused, but I was like, I feel like I'm being gaslit by Austin weather. Like I'm tr- they're trying to make me forget that what happened last week. Cause it's so <laughs> beautiful out, but um, I will give my neighbors props. Everybody went to work. Like everybody got their tree limbs kind of taken care of. Rory even helped. And he like hauled the limbs out to the curb. Austin, whatever the, they're supposed to come pick up all of our limbs. So if you walk down, I just went on a walk this afternoon. When you walk down in front of everybody's house, there's just like a huge pile of brush in front of everybody's house. But it's very organized. Like everybody has organized it into, you know, their the front curb of their house. Anyway, but it's everybody sort of settling back in. And it just, it was just, I mean, we came in, I went to the dentist yesterday. Anna and I are synced up on our de- dentist visit. We Apparently, sure are. We go the same day every six Because I remember last I know. We had cleaning on the same day. Um, and my dentist is a nice guy, but I, I have said over the 15 years that I have been seeing him, I probably said, spent a total of five minutes talking to him. Like we just don't like, 
I mean, if it looks good, he's like, looks good to me. And then he toodles on out of there. We spent a good 10 minutes talking yesterday and he was like, yeah, you know, we lost power. We had to cancel. We had to close the office. And then my daughter was supposed to take her driver's permit test and we had to cancel that. And I was like, wow, I never heard you talk this much. Like, (laughs) so wow. Okay. Um, But anyway, it's, we're, we're settled enough back, but yeah, I, it is one of those things I've been reflecting on. And I'm sure I said it last week that you just don't realize how valuable electricity is. I mean, that's so stupid, <laughs> but it's like everywhere you go, you need electricity for something. And when you don't have it, you're like, <laughs> I, I try can't. really hard to not take it for granted because we've had some pretty significant power outages here. Yes. Yes. And so every other, every day that I do have power, I'm like, okay, please don't, don't lose. Take it for granted. Like yes. be thankful that you have power. Seriously. <laughs> your and, internet works. Your, your in- plumbing works. I know like stupid things like my closet is in my bathroom. So it's away from any windows really. So if I want to, like, I can't see in my closet, I have to like shine my stupid phone can- um, flashlight, which doesn't work that well. And I'm like, where are my shoes? I don't know where my shoes are. Yeah. It's, it's kind of intense, but here we are. And, you know, catch me in six months when I'm going to the dentist again, and I'll be complaining about how hot it is. So, you know, I'll never be satisfied. <sighs> Do we want to check and see if we got oh, again, the same when day? Is yours? Yes. When is yours? And I got to look it up. It's okay. August. Yes. Yeah, mine's August as it's well. August 9th. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, my dog is saying <laughs> Oh my gosh. You guys, I need to find a new dentist. So I'm like due for a cleaning. So I theoretically could be also on the same schedule as you. Think up. I feel like I want to change mine too. Uh, <laughs> well, and I always just make the appointment. I'm like, yeah, just whenever, six months from now. And she's like, uh-huh. okay, well, we have to do it like a day plus whatever, I guess, for oh, for your insurance. insurance. Yeah, so I was right. like, yeah, that sounds great. Whatever. That's fine. So. 1130, August 9th. <laughs> yeah, I think mine's at 11. <laughs> I know, because when I finished, you were like, I just got back. <laughs> dorks. Uh, no cavities. Nope. No. I even got the, I got the uh, x-ray this time. Me too! Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. You guys are nerds. So stupid. <laughs> so tough. There's one that they do on the front where they're like, okay, hold this in your mouth and like, hold on, let me, you know, take the picture. And it, that's the one that's like very hard for me to do. I'm like, my mouth starts to like your shake mouth a is little not bit. meant to do that. I know. Yeah. It's, just, it, it's hard to clamp it's that one. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to be the perfect patient. I'm trying. That sounds like you got an A plus. You don't have I anything did. to complain about. I did. I did. Um, okay. So easy this- to make us I, know, I know. And I go to the doctor on, uh, Friday, the girl doctor. And I'm trying to think like, do I have any questions or am I feeling anything? And I'm like, I want to be a perfect patient, but I'm really trying to push myself to like, if I'm uncomfortable in some way, I need to say something and not just be like, I'm fine. Everything's great. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. No worries here. Oh, I'd love to complain to the doctor, but I want to have like perfect labs. You know what I mean? Like I want <laughs> yes. my blood work to be. A I know. Plus. I know. One time something was sort of low in my blood work and I was like, ah, like I, like I, like yeah. I failed a test. <laughs> oh, so stupid. 
Um, okay, who watched Sahara, the movie? <laughs> I did. Oh, <laughs> Too bad that Bobby's not on because he also watched it, but I watched it. Hillary, did you watch it? You did, I didn't right? watch it. No, I did not watch oh, it. Oh, I thought you did. No. I, I thought, forgot well, we'll about it. Two the people that watched second it. Second, we were done talking about it. I left my mind and I was like, when I saw this on the run sheet, I was like, oh, yeah, I should have done that. And I, <laughs> no. I just didn't. Because we said at the end of the episode, last episode, after we finished talking about it, we're like, probably gonna watch the movie yeah. just for the hell of it <laughs> and i did and i know bobby did so if he has anything burning to say uh he can say it next week but um guys there was no abraham lincoln in the movie i, mean, I heard that was a distinct lack <laughs> they completely excised lincoln from the movie god i wish that they had kept it how hilarious would that be it's almost like it's the dumbest part of that whole story yeah. no wonder cloud Custler was mad in the studio <laughs> they also they also pulled the whole confederate uh yeah. ironclad ship thing into the plot so that it made some sort of sense plot wise but it was very streamlined plot wise there was way less sexism there was way less racism boring um i was not really a fan of the soundtrack i think there were some weird choices as far as that was concerned um penelope cruz had a way bigger uh, part in the movie than well, that's one what, would think from that's the book. what i was confused by in the book because i was like I know that Penelope Cruz is in this, so I don't understand why this part is so small. But yeah, that makes sense that they sort of amped it up a little bit. The sexiness factor. Uh, There was one shot where she was crawling up something where they did a like a down shirt shot because she she was wearing a very tight black tank top for almost Mm -hmm. the whole movie. And they they gave you a nice little view down there. But other than that, they didn't over sexualize her (laughs) too much. So my verdict is it's pretty good for like a disposable Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you need those. You should have just should have just done that and skipped the book. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what if we had? You're like, y'all are talking about what if I was like, I need to watch the movie and y'all are talking about like, Abraham, what are you talking Lincoln? About Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I'm like, what? Are you ta- what? <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm glad somebody needs to. How was Steve's on? He was Steve zoning it up. Well, that's always good. He really he was not uh, attempting to play the character in any way uh, the same as in the book. He was doing his his um, Steve Zoniness, and it was perfectly entertaining. Good. Well, he always brings the charm. God he does. Him. God love him. All right, should we move to the mailbag? Yeah, let's do it. Um, We've got some question of the week responses and our question was, who's your favorite dad author, of course. And um, I don't know if you guys don't have a lot of favorite dad authors, but we didn't get very many responses this time. I'm kind of disappointed. (laughs) And I love that all of them are like women. They're like, actually, I know I I was, I was, I was kind of happy about that. A dad book author doesn't have to be a man. I mean, proved that with Patricia Cornwell. Um, We'll still take your answers. We're just not going to read them on the air. Um, Morgan says, does Jim Butcher of Dresden Files, not Dresden Blue, count? I don't know if he does. If not, I guess I'll go with Lee Child. That was the only book I could name in the quiz. I've read four to five of the Jack Reacher novels. I don't know if Jim Butcher counts or not. Like, I'm not the authority. But those are fantasy novels, and they do have magic in them. And so I'm not sure if that falls in the dad 
realm author category because dads don't usually write fantasy i mean they do there's lots of dad fantasy authors but you know dads don't read a lot of fantasy or do they i don't know i'm getting confused here but i i don't i don't know maybe i haven't read any of them so i can't tell you definitively but um it I've seems looked- a little it seems too like open-minded yeah <laughs> to totally. i know in my dad book and my dad my personal father experience he reads some dad books he definitely does not read like fantasy is not his thing more he reads like biographies <laughs> that's another dad book it's like oh lord yes a biography of, like you know killing jesus killing lincoln killing... no thank god no god no no but it's like if there's a new biography on like oh my god if there's a new biography on franklin delano roosevelt it's like get the to michael livingston asap <laughs> like <laughs> that is what he wants to read is it 1200 pages great the new robert caro yes please i think we have all of them my dad has read a he's got a lot of fantasy books and he's got like illustrated fairy books and but i don't know if he's a really typical dad either yeah, yeah. he's a yeah. cool dad of <laughs> <laughs> um okay megan says michael Connolly, and i just read harold coben for the first time and i liked it so i guess dad suspense books are my jam <laughs> hey absolutely yeah yeah well, they're well written. The only problem I get, and we sort of talked about this, I don't remember if it was on the show or if it was afterwards. So the only problem sometimes with um, dad books is that when you get the rhythm of it, you're like, okay, like, you know, it's, I know how this, you can predict it. And I am notoriously bad at predicting what's going to happen. And if I can predict it, then that means that it, it's too <laughs> rote a little bit. I'm pretty bad at that too, because I don't like to try. Like yes. I, I would just rather let the story kind of carry me away wash over um, you yeah so if yeah you're, i i feel the exact same way if i know what's coming it's like oh this is bad <laughs> yes exactly exactly uh amanda says and there's a picture of a book called independence by <laughs> diana diana fuller hold on i need to expand this dana? Dana? It, it's dana it's not diana <laughs> diana ross dana fuller. <laughs> um a very 70s looking cover yes um uh there was a book for each state question mark i was in eighth grade i think the western genre like lonesome dove series or this wagons west series definitely could be dad books in addition to the suspense genre oh and then yeah. ann minor says well you just transported <laughs> me back to my paternal grandparents house. so so and definitely remembers reading this series yeah i lonesome dove is definite like i mean i think it's a little bit more elevated but that's yeah. some that's some dad stuff that's definitely a dad show subgenre that i did not <laughs> consider at all was the western yes when, and i should have but i, I didn't i know no but i feel like they're not really sold as much in like airport like i'm really thinking of airport books um you know like the the paperback mass paperback kind yeah. of deal um julie says i think of lonesome dove by larry mcmurtry as a dad book yeah it is mm-hmm and finally, Megan says, Dick Francis, maybe lesser known thrillers that take place around horse racing in the UK. I thought that Ooh. was so hilariously specific. No, it's like very, very. <laughs> I mean, uh, I was thinking about the the case Scarpetta novels and there's going to be a, a movie or a show. I forget which one it was, but something it's a show. That. Yeah, it's a yeah. show. Yeah. Um, 
And really what she's done, because I've read almost all of them, and at a certain point, they really fall off a cliff. And I, I had to stop because I was just like, this is ridiculous. But it's like she took, takes all her old books, put in, puts them in a blender, and then spits out a new book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's really what she does. And I think that's maybe the hallmark of a dad author. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a little update here on Dana Fuller Ross. <sighs> is the pseudonym used by James Reasoner. American author James Reasoner specializes in historical military novels, westerns, and mysteries. (laughs) That is some dad shit. Very dad. (laughs) Dad shit if I ever heard it. So, uh, Amanda, I think you got one there. Yep. Yep. That's really funny. Um, well, thanks, y'all. Thanks for those that participated. And shame on you if you didn't. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, that was fun. It was it was fun to talk about that ridiculous book. And I, um, I've been wanting. I've been not great about reading lately. Even listening to books, like I've been stuck in podcasts. And you know, sometimes you're like, I don't want to start anything. Like, what if I don't like it? It's a waste of time. I do this even with like TV shows and movies, where I'm like, I don't know. I just don't have the drive. And then I will say that after reading Sahara, not that it was a good book, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to start listening to some books, reading some more books. And on Audible, you know, it'll it'll recommend, like, you might be interested in this because you previously read this. It's all the <laughs> Clive Cussler books. Like, I'm like, no, I don't want to read these. Turn <laughs> yeah, this, this book club has wrecked my, <laughs> my Audible recommendations. Oh, God. Well, in the interest of fairness, I think the only thing we can do is read a mom book next. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe like swing the pendulum back. So, next book club, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, ready? No, <laughs> God, no, please. No, no. Oh, my God. No. Actually, it would be hilarious to talk about it because it is, I, we're not going to, but it is, it is. So I read that book while nursing Bridget. Like, I had just on like my Kindle. Because I was like, well, this is you know, the only time I'm going to do it. And I'm like blushing as I'm <laughs> nursing my newborn baby. So just about because we're just birthday was this week. So just about 11 years ago, I was cracking that book. Open. <laughs> and come to think about it, we read Verity. And I think that probably counts. Yes. As yeah. A mom, yeah. Mom that's literature. Because it's definitely like it's on a book club somewhere, like a wine book yep. club yeah. kind of deal. Yeah. No, for sure. Now we got to think of our next our next genre of books. I thought you were going to say, we got to think of our sanity. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, that too. It is. That too. It is so. Listen, you know, I love a Hillary's Horning Corner. It's so poorly written that I just, and it was like abusive. Like it was like a, an abusive relationship. And I don't mean the like BDSM stuff, like whatever. No, I'm not kink shaming here. Like let, do what you want. If, if you're both consenting adults, like great. But like he was like, using money against her and not like paying her, but just sort of like, and like threatening her. And if she went with like her, not spoiler alert, if she hung out with a male friend, he would like threaten to beat up that person. I'm like, this is not a good relationship. Yeah. I've heard that it was just really, really toxic. Yeah. And no, it's I never really wanted to. And then they would describe what he was wearing. And I was like, is this 1985? What is he wearing? He'd be like, he doesn't have a shirt on and like light jeans that i don't know the way they described it i was like acid wash <laughs> yeah, jeans basically. <laughs> basically. and a pirate shirt <laughs> oh, okay so now he's, this is not jerry seinfeld porn <laughs> <laughs> why not i'm sure that exists somewhere mm-hmm. uh, all right i just think that it was very cheap of you to be like 
I have worked. <laughs> I can't do Sahara. <laughs> Uh, so well, I didn't even have any time to read anything. I know. Uh-huh, I was sure. like mm-hmm. working from eight in the morning yeah, until nine. Uh, at night. Yeah, I was so busy too. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a good one. It was a good one. Um, all right. Should we move on to medium talk? Please. Yes. All right. Okay. So uh, the background of this, obviously, Valentine's Day, or as Bridget still calls it, Valentine's Day is on this coming Tuesday. And so we were talking about that and we all similarly barfed at the idea of Galentine's, like, like another, just (laughs) sorry. Don't make barf noises. I can't stand it. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I forget. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we're just, you know, talking about anything related to Valentine's day, like what's your ideal Valentine's day or whatever. And then it's just somehow we decided what is like the worst date that somebody could take you on. Let's talk about that. Right. And I th- I feel like I haven't been on a date in a really long time. So I really had to go into the recesses of my mind or just even really think about what I would hate, what I would just immediately barf on. And I guess like it's, you know, first date, but then also almost even more I think offensive is if it's like a second or third date. Cause you're like, you've met me before, right? Like, you know, that I <laughs> wouldn't want to do this. Why are you planning this? But yeah. So I thought we thought we would discuss you know, the things that we were like immediately. Absolutely not. No. Right. Not and these, these aren't necess- necessarily even from our own history. It's this isn't necessarily intended to be a show about like the worst dates I've ever been on. Yeah. Just like, the minute that you hear something, you're like, nope, nope. Yeah. no, <laughs> absolutely not. Exactly. Not for Anne. <laughs> nope. Not for Hillary, not for Meredith, not for Christy. Um, all right. And why don't you go first? Because yours made me laugh. Well, well, this is the one that I always think about when I think about my platonic ideal uh, <laughs> of a of a ba- of a date that I I would not appreciate. And there may be some people who would just love this. Um, but I'd like to say that after we had Jambo on Tuesday, uh, I think I opened up YouTube and I was scrolling down and I got an ad, you guys, <laughs> February 18th and 19th. I could go see Grave Digger, the Ooh. original Grave Digger at the Monster Truck Rally. In downtown Minneapolis. Hell yeah. I assume you bought VIP tickets to that. Yeah. <laughs> of course. The idea of going to a monster truck rally. And I know there are people that do this for fun because I saw them in the commercial. Oh my God. Um, interestingly, they were mostly children yeah, with their yes. face painted. Mm-hmm. And I and have headphones two, on, right? <laughs> yes. I have two young nephews who are absolutely mad for cars and trucks, which is weird because it's not like my brother and sister-in-law have enforced traditionally masculine uh, roles on them. My brother's yeah. like, I don't know. We didn't try I to feel like you do don't, it, but they just, just, no. they just want cars and trucks and yeah, they just, well, and even basically the first few years of their lives they were in quarantined for covid so yeah. it's not like they were even playing with other kids it mm-hmm. just came through the ether that they're like car boys um and i don't know how you can get that many small cars into one not very large house but they managed to do it 
So like taking my nephews to a monster truck rally, I'd be wearing my earplugs, but it would be fun to watch it from their perspective. But from the perspective of a romantic date, no, <laughs> no, no, man, no. no. What are you so doing? So I brought this up at dinner today because Gregory is a car guy. Greg, guest producer Gregory Sharkenkost is a car guy. <laughs> um, you know, he's he he knows everything about every car ever. And it shot. He could just be making it up for all I know, but he's very confident. So I believe him. Um, and he was like, you wouldn't want to go to that. Like he was surprised. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, and I said, well, I look, so for a first date, like absolutely not no in a million years, that would be a red flag. But if you really, really, really wanted me to go, I would consider it. But my next question is, do you come away smelling like gasoline? (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he said, no, it's ethanol. You smell like corn. Well, I don't know if that's better. Oh, well, that Mm. makes it a little like if it was outside, maybe. And you could because I would be worried about what I was breathing in. (laughs) too. Yeah, that's Um, a good idea. Yeah, I I guess I guess I would do it if you really wanted me to. And I wouldn't smell like diesel fumes. I there's there's a world in which you and your significant other, not you, Meredith, but you people out there you people uh well i always thought it would be kind of fun to do a bad date challenge with your significant other like once a month or something one of you like tries to pick something terrible that you both do and then you go very frequent if you- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah once a quarter let's say yeah <laughs> Every six months. Yeah, and then you know. see if, if you can out shitty each other on a date and like embrace the oh shittiness my God, of it. That sounds like and fun. I could I would bring Monster Truck Rally as my entry on that for sure. Oh God. Yep. That yeah, you're like, all right, let's do this. Let's go. Oh God. Now I'm like I trying to do that. I know. I'm trying to think. I'm taking notes now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Um, okay, Meredith. So this is specifically for a first date. I mean, oh. I think at any time this is a bad idea, but specifically for a first date, it's the absolute pits is going to a comedy show, like a stand-up comedy show and sitting in the front row because mm. you are Part going to get picked show. on. Yeah, that's a no for me anytime. Yes. Oh. I mean, I've done it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and it's you get picked on and Especially if it's like a, a crowd work kind of comic, oh. they're going to ask you questions about yourself, about your significant other, what you guys are doing. They're going to point out any awkwardness between you. So if you don't know each other, it's just the, ugh, oh. it gives me just chills to even think about doing that. Oh. Never, never, never. This is not a candidate for awkward date night challenge. I wouldn't do it. There, it, it sometimes it's like a unifying thing because Dave's old roommate was like trying to be a comedian, and we went to so. I mean, this was not our first date oh. or anything, but we we go to so. She was in a class, so they would have like a showcase, and we'd go to these like stand up things, and it was, you know, it was in L.A., so you had to like pay to park, then you had to pay to get in, and then you had there was a two drink minimum, and every single joke was about dating and traffic, and we were like. <laughs> Now, it's still kind of a joke between us because it was like, remember how bad that was? But I, we were so broke at the time that we we're like, oh my gosh, we're trying to be nice and support Annie. But oh my 
goodness gracious. Like, well, because like awful. people who are starting out in stand up need like a certain number of people to come to their shows, right? Exactly. Like they, they, exactly. you have, you have to recruit your friends into your like multi-level marketing scheme of <laughs> comedy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird is. business model. <laughs> hey, I don't know how many successful stand up comics have gone to comedy school. I know. Beyond I like know. the groundlings or second yeah, city yeah, or yeah. Those improv sorts of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like like who exactly takes comedy <laughs> classes, comedian <laughs> classes? I know I know someone who does. Really? He, well he, he did. And are they so good. Yeah. Now he like quit so he was a high school teacher and as part of high as part of teaching certificate, you have to do continuous education. And so him and another friend teacher friend were like oh let's just do this they had a stand-up class at I think it was UW and they took it and then he just like fell in love with it quit his job and now like tours around wow Wow. yeah I mean you definitely have have some natural talent yeah Yeah. do that but I think that yeah the classes probably help but I, I I don't know if it's like a classes thing or if it's like the the venue you're an unknown and so you have to prove yourself i yeah. i don't know how it works oh, but God. yeah there's still that and it's who you know yes yeah because one time i took comedy defensive driving <laughs> i'm like i feel like that's <laughs> a really is that in los angeles <laughs> no weirdly it was in dallas and it was so bad it was ugh, so bad i used to listen to adam carolla years ago it's shameful i know but he did that like he was a comic for driving school in los angeles for a long time oh god i don't Lord. understand please explain explain driving to school? comedy comedy defensive driving it was like defensive driving they'll play a video but then they'll tell jokes in between <laughs> i don't even like i feel like i just was zoning but why? out concept but, but why i don't, well, I don't... was it because you got a ticket yeah it was because i got a ticket oh, so it really it... was a driving class yeah it's a class you have to take if you get tickets in some states they make you like i know california does i guess texas does too and usually it's just someone talking at you and then you like get assigned off and then you're done with the ticket or whatever um yeah yeah that was like i got the ticket off of your yeah comedy instead <laughs> ha 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 you're a bad driver <laughs> yeah thing? here oh, wait i'm driving. gonna send you the, like, god it's like a whole uh, <laughs> god i'm sorry i'm looking at the website and it's so bad <laughs> sorry i'm sending the link oh my god yeah no it was it like it almost would have been funnier if it was just regular defensive driving like if it was just like what? here we go oh, no funny uh, it was not funny and i feel you know those you feel bad for those people they're like i want to be a comedian so yeah apparently in texas florida and new jersey that's where they have these particular comedy i don't understand why does why does he have a a tablet <laughs> on his face that says yes <laughs> that is this funny what they think virtual reality looks like because it's not uh, <laughs> and he has coffee oh, and a bow tie a yeah why is he wearing a sweater vest and a bow tie his bow ties are funny but if you scroll down he his he's relaxed his shirt is untucked untucked shirt True. hand in pocket hand in his pocket <laughs> like Alanis Morissette oh <laughs> uh, yeah that was fun and terrible um 
Anyway, um, okay. Okay, like- so this is so this is a brand. <laughs> yes. Comedy defensive driving is an actual brand. It's not like a type of class you can take. Right. Yeah. I mean, you also could take like regular defensive driving, which is just like sitting in a class for a couple days. Oh, like, can I, I'm in Minnesota, obviously, not Texas, Florida, or New Jersey. Can I just watch it for the hell of it? <laughs> I mean, I guess if you want to. Like, I just want to look if you go. It says, this is about ooh, our team. Got a ticket? Take the only video course with comedy skits and fun animation. I, I, I guess you just now you can take a video because we had to go to a cl- like I had to go to a classroom. I don't remember what it was for because I don't think I've ever gotten it. What, recently I, I don't remember what it was for sorry dad i don't remember what it was for but i was definitely like a teen oh okay yeah that would be a bad day we're going to defensive driving um <laughs> <laughs> um okay i'm gonna move on to mine um to mine i this was the first thing i thought of because and we talked about this on uh our jambo but i um anytime i have watched the bachelor there's always a date in which it's it's like a one-on-one date you know, that's their like language. And they go to some like empty club in Los Angeles. And as Anne put it, there's some B-level country singer that serenading him. That is my personal nightmare. Having to feign fandom of somebody who I likely don't know, or even if I do know them, like I'm trying to think like Taylor Swift, she was playing there. That even would like I mean, I would be really excited, but it's just I would, awkward. It's so awkward. Be, and I'm like, it is awkward. Yeah. Who am I supposed to be paying attention to? The person that's singing and like playing guitar soulfully, or am I supposed to be making eyes at the dude here? I like, I don't know. And I like what, like, my attention is too diverted. I want to support the singer. I, like, I'm the person in a workout class that when the teacher's like, are we, how are we doing? I'm always like, woo, not because I'm so like jazzed up, but mostly because I'm like, I want you to feel good about what you're doing right now. And so that's, <laughs> I do the same I- thing because you feel for them as teachers. Like they yes. want, they want engagement. So I, yeah. Yeah. I know, Absolutely so I- not. You try hard. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I can't help that I have I to not <laughs> saying anything. There's a, there's a woman that um goes to a lot of the same group fitness classes that I go to. And she is a, a woo lady. She's just like, woo, <laughs> like approximately every 15 seconds. And she does it at a pitch that is so ear shattering. Oh. I want to turn around and kneecap her and then strangle her until she's dead. I'm like, wow. just wow. can we have a different pitch? No. Well, that's Please. true. When it gets in your ear and you're like, it's like it's hitting that part of your eardrum where you're like Ow, or, or I, I could take that pitch it would be uncomfortable but I could take it half the time but if we could just vary the woos <laughs> do like a woo every once in a while uh-huh but it's always exactly the same woo sorry sorry listeners <laughs> you did it you only words <laughs> woo uh yes but that being said uh, that's the level I, I serenade would make me cringe and one date I did go on with somebody who I was dating is too strong of a word. Um, he, I was really into the Magnolia soundtrack. 
that's dated. It was 1999. And that song Save Me. I like loved that song. I thought it was so good. I still think it's good, actually. It's a good song. And he was like, I think I can play that on guitar. No. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. And got it, brought out the acoustic guitar. Stomach. And then nope. he'd like Mm-mm. start and be like, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait a second. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and start again. And I'm like, Wait, I can do this. I can. And I'm like, I really don't want to make out with you anymore. Like, this is stopping my urge to make out with you. This is so. Ugh. Yeah. So any kind of musical, like, I need to be sure that. I, no, I just can't. That's it's too much pressure on me to pretend to be into it. And I don't I can't do it. Ah, yay! And you're like clapping at the end. And they're like, we're not done yet. And you're like, okay. Well, and like no. well, watching somebody do that. What do you do? What do you look at? What do you, <laughs> what do you do with uh, your hands? Uh, no. And you're smiling there like, ah. no. <laughs> Ugh. Um, okay, Chris. I wrote you a song. <laughs> oh, God. Absolutely. Nothing rhymes with Hillary but Pillory. So that's never going to be a song. Does anything rhyme with Meredith? Oof. Mm. Nope. Mm. No. I don't think so. When I was little, my dad called me Meredith Paredith Pooter. <laughs> I mean, there you go. <laughs> that, oh, there, oh. there it is. Paredith. <laughs> Paredith. Yep. Um, so mine, I guess, is along the same lines as Hillary, and actually I got this idea from Jeremy. Uh personal room at a karaoke place <laughs> no oh, God. just singing at each other oh my god that's such a nightmare <laughs> who does that on oh. a first date i'm sure well, i'm sure nobody but do. somebody sure. probably oh. Oh, even yeah. on a first date any amount of date true no. yeah. true <laughs> true I mean, I, I guess if you're in a choir together or a band or something, no, no, no. I still say no. No, no. it's too earnest. No. God, and karaoke in general is my nightmare. But like that, that's just a that's a next level. Yeah, bridge too far. That is a bridge too far. That was really funny. <laughs> um, all right, Anne, we're swinging back to you. All right, well. I put your mileage may vary next to this one because this is definitely bad for Anne, but not necessarily bad for everybody. I just put like, so it's meant to be kind of more the idea of it that rather than the specific thing, uh, I put wine tasting because I don't drink. Yeah. So that would be be a terrible, let's go to a wine bar and do some wine tasting. And I'd be like, come on, man. So that might work well for plenty of other people. So I guess if it's something that is just like, I don't know, that is, is something that not controversial, but could definitely like, I don't know, let's go tour the wheat factory and they're gluten free or something. <laughs> I don't know you, know. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's, you have to kind of be sure that the person is into that particular thing yeah. because that's yeah. kind of presumptuous uh, to ever be like, yeah, let's, let's go. If you brought a, like a recovering alcoholic, like that's mm-hmm. a terrible thing <laughs> right. to just assume everyone's into. Unless and you're on a DD, then it's fun again. Yes. <laughs> God, there, no, there it's certain things that people might not be into but like for a date ah that's fine like somebody's like i really want to go see this museum of there's an exhibit of dutch impressionists or whatever i'd be like okay yeah cool yes. <laughs> like you know i can still get something out of that that i couldn't do if i went on a wine tasting date yeah no that's that it would be terrible and honestly like 
I mean, I love wine. Everybody knows that, but it would be sort of annoying as a, that's a tough first date. I feel like, cause you're just going to get kind of drunk and, or especially if you don't drink because drunk people are annoying to sober people. I mean, being sober around drunk people is the, it sucks. mm -hmm. It's annoying. Um, so yeah, that's, I think that's actually a good, I don't know. I, yeah, I agree. Especially for a first date. Like I've been to several wine tastings. I like them, but I would not want to go on as a first date because you have to feel comfortable because mm-hmm. you're nobody actually spits out the wine. You're no, going to get exactly. at least tipsy. I wouldn't want to feel like I was in danger. And also like with somebody I didn't know being like pretentious and like swirling the wine. I would be like, I don't know. What <laughs> like, do I have to act like I, I mean, I, now I'm back to if someone, this might be a good, this, this could like get someone out quick. Like if the, oh. if the dude is like, you know, swirling it and saying, I sense a touch of wood or whatever. <laughs> and you're like, fucking no, this well, is so then that's last your date. last date. Yes, yeah. Right. Like exactly. that's a good last date. Yeah. So yeah. If he's, I've, if he's cupping the, the wine glass with yes. like his, Ew, uh, I don't know, like cra- cradling the glass yeah. and swirling it and putting his nose in there. <laughs> you're like, no next. And making like mouth noises oh. a, a lot to like, kind of swishing a little bit yeah. and like oh, the mouthfeel of this is a little oh, if no. anybody said mouthfeel on a date yeah. I'm, I'm out him in the right. face out. Oh, yeah. Bye. <laughs> you're in danger so now also, I'm back if, to if maybe... anybody says if anybody says it has undertones of like leather or cigar <laughs> oh, yeah. smoke, look I'm at like, the no. legs on this one <laughs> God. have y'all ever no. seen there's a documentary called psalm and it's pretty good but it's about people trying to be sommeliers um, and somebody was like, it has notes of, um, a freshly opened, um, thing of tennis balls. I was like, how, what, what are you talking about? That is. And were they ins- right? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I think oh. kind of, but I was like, that's insane. That's well, like a, that's lunacy tasting it. I guess it's, it's you have like to be like not super tasting. Yeah. Well, I'm back to maybe you go on a first date in a terrible, like a terrible first date to see how the person reacts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of like, yeah, you're like, okay, let's see if you really like this, then I'm out. Goodbye. Yeah. If you like this idea of a date. Yeah, we're done. Okay. Uh, That reminds me of something that we talked about at dinner today as I was picking Gregory's brain about this. And he said, what about as a challenge, as a first date, putting together Ikea furniture. Oh, God. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't make it past. Nobody would like me. I'm well, no, but but like your second date, you'd have to get married. If you didn't kill each other, you'd have to get married (laughs) after that. Like, I think that's how it works. It's just, I'm really interested in how you would propose this date. You'd be like, <laughs> want to come over and put some furniture together? Well, no, you start with the meatballs, right? You're like, hey, I know a place. <laughs> has some foreign food. Uh, and then you put together a bookshelf. And if you don't kill each other, you get married. Well, where do you put the the books like where are you doing this activity where you're like i need a bookshelf um, so <laughs> yeah i guess whoever needs the bookshelf better more i have a new idea ikea should open like a dating Ooh. section oh. yeah yeah they have the kids section yeah, yeah. like yeah. The, the just so you know you can have a date and then you put together the floor models absolutely oh. or yeah. or 
part, if they don't need the floor model, then you put them together and people who don't want to fuck around with putting together the flak pack can come and buy the already put together ones. Oh, yeah. yeah. Business idea. We shouldn't have said this out loud. Yeah. I know. Copyright. Yeah. Mira, I'm submitting that one. as my next one. Yeah, that's sure. a good one. Yep. Um, okay, I'm going to put my husband on blast. Um, and Meredith, I thought of you. Dave and I obviously like we knew each other before um, going on our first date. Like we'd seen movies together and like we worked near each other. So we knew each other. But our first like official date is Dave took me to a jazz club. <laughs> and you Why? still went out with them. I think I sensed that Ooh, he was well. like trying to um, like impress me and had no idea. Well, and he also like used to like slick his hair back when he went on dates and I was like no that's not it I don't like that look um but yeah I uh we went to a jazz club and it was like fine but I was like why are we here like did I have you ever heard me talking about jazz do you think this is just like I am 25 years old classy thing (laughs) I know I think that's what he thought it was classy and I was like it's when a, a guy is like She'll think I'm sophisticated. <laughs> this is what grownups do. No. And I'm like, how did you even find out? And it was like, I mean, I'd never been to a jazz club before, so I guess that's fine. But it was, yeah, it was not. I think at some point I was like, can we, like, let's go somewhere else. Like, there's a bar down the street. Can we go somewhere else? Get some chips and guacamole. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that jazz club, do not do that. If I'm ever going on a first date again please don't i don't want to go to a jazz club i'm <laughs> i'm good i'm good actually you know i i subscribe or whatever whatever they say it now to fresh air and i do like for, but anytime like it, it gets the end of an interview that i've been enjoying and it's like now kevin whitehead is going to talk about that i'm like how many new jazz albums are coming out like why every they- day <laughs> every day there's why, a new one <laughs> why is there a regular segment on fresh air about jazz like jazz who because it's terry gross of i know there is. i know <laughs> i know and sometimes when she has like a jazz musician on as like the main guest i'm like immediately delete like i don't need to this is I, this is a skip for me sorry terry i can't I love do that it. Yeah. thank you <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> um all right christy okay um a baseball game because it's so long and so boring and if the person sucks you're stuck there. Yeah. It is they, very long. If they yeah. really like it too, you're like, oh, you're then you're like... signing up for a life of baseball. <laughs> and they're like oh, keeping score, right? Like they're, they they're have the thing. Like, oh no, no. Quiet. No, I got to no, keep no, the no, box no, score. What no. just happened? I can't go to the bathroom. Yeah. No. And anybody that's a scorekeeper is on a different level from <laughs> what you want on a date. I mean, I, if you like the person I'm saying like, a first through a third date, that's too risky. Yes. If you've been dating a while and you both love baseball, then fantastic. Go to baseball. But for me personally, I would hate it. You could yeah. be mm. trapped there for hours and hours and hours. Exactly. <laughs> With yeah. no to, end in sight. It's risky. I'm trying to figure out how I feel about this because I do love baseball, but I see your point. I mean, if he's a real stinker, <laughs> then... <laughs> Right. Or mm. when well, you first... don't drink, so it's not like you could have a gigantic beer and, and like make it okay. Right. Yeah, you but I could have a away. gigantic hot dog. Yes. That might help. Yeah. And some yeah. ice cream. Yeah. And some nachos. 
See, I don't even like baseball, but I like going to live sports. Yeah. So, but I wouldn't want to be trapped there's there with somebody so awful. So many others that have time limits. That's a th- that's a problem with baseball <laughs> is there's no end point. It's like I work well with an it just goes forever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I I see that. I as a first date definitely like maybe go to a I don't know minor league. But again, there's still nine innings. So <laughs> yeah, I I think that would be one that you would not want for like a blind date or a setup of any kind for no. sure no mm-hmm. well, if it's more like a, a hillary and dave situation and they kind of know each other and they sort of have the measure of one another then maybe you risk it but i think that's a good point yeah like if you just don't know who this person is then risking getting stuck there with them for three to four hours is yeah that's that's not good yeah. no. um all right and i saw you added one I did because I just thought of it and that would be extreme sports of any kind because I thought, I thought would I want to go skydiving on my first date with somebody (laughs) because I'm not opposed to the idea of skydiving, but the idea of, or if they're like, um, I don't know if they're going to go, uh, not necessarily even participating in the, in the extreme sport, but like they're going to go cheer on their friend in their first marathon. I'd be like, no, no, um, no. Again, if we're going to distance, the, like you can't, you don't know. It's an unknown time. Mm-hmm. Yep. If they want me to like be part of their tough mutter crew. Oh my God. No, 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 no. If we're going to go watch any like X games, anything. No. <laughs> Do one of those runs where you end up covered in like different colored chalk. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. No. I cannot put that much effort, physical exertion into any kind of, of, really any kind of date i was gonna say any early date but i that just doesn't sound so fun at all so i would and i'm thinking like stuff that involves dirt bikes see we're treading down the monster monster truck without engines like Uh, dan cortez anything dan cortez was like hosting uh gregory just corrected me that it's methanol not ethanol at the monster oh oh, sorry sorry it smells like corn i don't know Uh, no i just don't want to get sharp shot i um and side note on what you just said i agree with you i would not 100 be opposed to um not on a first date um jumping out of a plane i like kind of like am intrigued by that i don't know if i'll ever do it the thought of jumping out really scares me but the thought of sort of flying is sort of mm-hmm. thrilling to me the one thing that i would never and this is so 90s early 2000s i've never ever ever wanted to go bungee jumping that sounds like no I- I don't know what the distinction is. Is it the yank back? I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually, see, I already forgot about it, but that was the thing that sparked this in me. Cause I was like bungee jumping. No, but you're no. so right. Well, isn't yeah. there a lot of possibility for back injuries? Yes. <laughs> yes. Bungee jumping. Oh, I would be dead. I can't yeah. do that. Peeing That's on true. yourself. I don't want to go anywhere <laughs> where I might pee on myself. <laughs> I don't know why. It just, I'm like, I don't trust. I don't know why I trust a, I don't know, like a zip lining. Hell no. Base jumping. No. Parasailing. (laughs) No. Oh, I watched that documentary about that guy that climbs, um, you know, like he like free climbs or whatever. Free free solo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, absolutely. Like 
it's crazy that you know how you're going to die. Like most people don't really know how they're going to die. And that guy, <laughs> he's setting it up. Die. Yeah. He's like, this is happening. Yeah. No, I, mean, I, I just don't understand. Like I understand the physics of it, but my, I feel like my body is made of denser material yes. than that dude's, even though I am probably a way higher. I mean, I, I probably I am a way higher body fat percentage which means I am less dense right so yes I know he's <laughs> my like all bulk is less concentrated muscle. like I don't I don't like I could never there's no. just too much mm-hmm. of me to haul up mm-hmm. well it's like when you see male gymnasts like they are so ripped but they're also so light like you have to be a combination of those two things like you have, you have to, to be, just be naturally tiny yes yeah. and be able to gain strength somehow i mean i know it every single time i'm trying to do a freaking pull up or even a push up i'm like trying to and i just it's like i don't have the strength and i have like <laughs> too much body mass i guess <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Um, I always say I have the height and weight of a man and the upper body strength of a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Um, All right, Meredith. Uh, This is specific to me, but I famously hate dancing. Um, So if somebody wanted to take me dancing, I would immediately say no. And I never want to talk to you again. (laughs) You're like running. See, the thing is, I love to dance by myself. Like I love dancing Oh, not like alone. I mean, I do, but like, I like to break it down on the dance floor. Oh, you're floor. that girl. Of course. But I <laughs> like twirling on the dance floor <laughs> drunkenly by, by herself. Putting her <laughs> wine in the air. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I, if somebody like at my own wedding, I was like, I'm uncomfortable dancing with somebody else. Like I do. I didn't take cotillion. I don't really know how to dance. I don't want to go. And I have friends, my friend, Katie, she was a really good salsa dancer. And I was always so impressed at like how good she was and how she good she is with a partner and kind of knowing that stuff that is that would scare the shit out of me. I didn't dance at either wedding. And <laughs> that's exactly how I wanted it. Um, I didn't keep other people from doing it, but I certainly wasn't going to participate. It's not um, I'm footloose for God's sake. Right. <laughs> that's yeah, what I exactly. want mine to be a choreographed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and like, I don't know, it just it's so the the other thing that I hate is when I go to weddings, um, I tell everybody I'm going with, like, please don't drag me out on the dance floor when you get drunk and you want to dance with me. I'm not going to do it. And I'm going to hate you for it. And yeah. everybody does it. They do it anyway. See, that's mm-hmm. the they're thing. Like, oh, it's fun. And I'm like, well, it's not, though. <laughs> I only want people to dance if they want to dance. Like, that's the, those are the only people that need to be dancing. You can because... dance if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Christy, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that goes through my head a lot. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I if don't I'm no want fun, to. But like. I don't know why. Why aren't you? Why aren't you a plumber? Because you don't want to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't that apply to dancing? I feel like there's a weird double standard where like you're a lamo if you don't like dancing, but you're not if you don't like other stuff. Yeah. Right. No, I agree. I hate it. I'm the same way in that I, I just feel like I'm not comfortable enough in my body to same abandon my the stick up my ass i guess <laughs> enough to get on the dance floor well, you also but on the other drink end, so you can't even drink like, it away that's true i, no. I cannot drink the stick away <laughs> but if you want me to go out in the middle <laughs> if you want me to go out in the middle of the floor and like sing something 
I would be totally, I mean, there's no, like, that's not going to happen, right? I'm not looking for that to happen, but I'm just saying, like, I would be totally comfortable and relaxed in my body to do that for singing, but for dancing, absolutely not. I'm with you, Meredith. I'm almost never less comfortable than that. <laughs> the um, only person who can get me to dance is Matt. Yeah. Mm. Did he, did you, did you dance at his wedding? No. <laughs> You're like, mm, no, I'm not going to happen. <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> No, I'm a notoriously terrible dancer, but I do. God, I love dancing so much. Well, but... I'm, gl- I, I gl- I'm, I'm into people liking well, to dance, and I don't think you have to be good at it or whatever. I just well, and that's the thing. Not for you. That's the thing. Is it that it's like this is not for me? It doesn't have to be like because you don't like it. That means that you hate me. You know, you're not like I'm not no. dancing at you, and you're not not right. dancing at me. <laughs> it's not personal. <laughs> I'm like, I'm you like, don't like dancing. You've rejected me. <laughs> I'm like, I am dancing, dancing at so. you. Like I'm like doing the Roger <laughs> Rabbit aggressively. <laughs> oh God. Next oh, time we're all God. together. I need to see you dance at Meredith. <laughs> we'll take I will it join you. So personally. And I think it's really weird. Yeah, it is weird. Uh, okay. Um, mine kind of goes in a little bit in tandem with, with, um, and, um, this is a whole like genre of, um, like events. Jean. That people, Jean. Chickened out on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Commits to the bit. Um, I like hate event tizing things like axe throwing. Well, first of all, I don't even like darts, like darts scare me. I think I've said this before. Like, I think they're going to turn around and stab Isn't me in the, the plastic. I don't know why ones? they let drunk people do that. It's a no, really bad idea. I know. But then like axe throwing, I'm like, what the hell? And also in go- like in combination with this, like an escape room or like any of those kind of things. I mean, actually an escape room might be a good first date because you're like, we can't, I mean, kind of in it, like ikea you're like we cannot work together on this like this right. this does not work but i don't like well, it would give you something to focus on mm-hmm. yeah so and I, be a puzzle solved. yeah i think that's the thing but i i really i really don't like billiards also like i don't i don't mind watching people Mm-mm. play pool or watching people do stuff i don't like to participate in it i'm it's kind of like you Meredith. like you're like i'm oh. not gonna be mad if somebody is dancing in front yeah, of but you no, and i don't want to do gonna it drag you to play pool and and belittle mm. you until you do it sometimes <laughs> i've had that? it done i know and i'm like i really don't want to play i'm really not good at it i don't want to play i am not interested in this but yeah i've seen the axe throwing kind of places and i don't really get it but that was just something that i was like if somebody took me on a date there i'd be like can we not have a conversation like why do we have to have an event to to be here i don't, I don't have know. you seen there was a tiktok or an instagram that i saw of a, a woman who was at an axe throwing thing and she threw it and it bounced right back at her <gasps> ah, see that's my nightmare and I was like, why are we letting people do this? Oh my God. I mean, she ducked it. Like she was expert at just avoiding it. It was amazing. But I was like, I wouldn't have, I would have just gotten an ax to the face and I would I have killed myself with an ax. <laughs> no, thanks. No, thank you. Well, uh, I think there's also like a hipster component yes. to ax throwing and such things. Uh, like I want to be careful because I'm sh- sure there are people who have a lot of fun axe oh, throwing but it, there seems to be like a lack of ironic understanding i feel like it was something really trendy for a minute and it's kind of falling oh, out of fashion oh well i think the pandemic was not helpful for no. the axe throwing scene yeah <laughs> but 
yeah, definitely. If 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 this person wanted to go to the, like the latest, trendiest, hippest, uh, insert new axe thrower thing here, I'd be like, what? really, <laughs> really? That's what you want to do? Okay. Yeah. Let let me go put on my Han Solo clothes because apparently <laughs> I'm one of those girls no. now with the boots and the vest. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, God. Yeah. Don't take me. Not interested. Um, okay, Christy. Um this is I would best, I mean, if it's the bottom one, I <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So th- that one is actually um from Jeremy. He said you should never go on a first date and eat super pasta because <laughs> he also said salad, but I don't necessarily agree with him. He said anything that's like uh liquidy that could get all over like, your clothes could be a big mess yeah mm-hmm. the soup well, okay so laugh. no soup bars <laughs> right well also did you think it was about olive garden <laughs> uh, oh i hadn't but that makes sense so i mean let's talk let's talk about eating on dates for a second yeah because i frequently look at myself in the mirror and i'm like oh glad that i'm not on a date for this as there's like a piece of lettuce wrapped <laughs> yeah. around a tooth or something. Yes. <laughs> but it seems to be more and more and more that i start thinking what could i eat on a date because this is Anything all going wrong I well, know. i've done this so like the way that Gregory and I reconnected is when I moved back up here we hadn't spoken in like a decade or something and I had an extra ticket to a charity like um uh soup dinner at this restaurant that my friend Lucy started in Detroit dinner yeah well it was like yeah like soup and wine night you you know you you bought a ticket and it was like the 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 menu was set and whatever. So I had an extra ticket and I was like, I think he lives in Detroit now. I should look him up. And that's how we reconnected. <laughs> and I wore a white, like Angora no. sweater. Oh, to no. soup dinner? <laughs> to a soup dinner. <laughs> oh, um, you should have asked us for advice on that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't really think this was going to happen. Um, but, but it, yeah. So I, it actually was fine. Like I didn't, I, I put a napkin in my the neck of my sweater like a like a mobster. <laughs> okay, so um, if you're fine to do that, then I'm in. Well, I'm back. Yeah, in I mean, soup. we 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 knew each other from before, so I felt like I didn't need to like put on airs. Oh, or I don't. Anything. I'm not talking about um, impressing him. I'm talking about ruining your sweater. <laughs> yeah. Well, it would have been really tragic if I had ruined my sweater because I like that sweater a lot. Yeah. Um, and I didn't. I I managed to have like three different bowls of soup. Um. And red wine without destroying. Wow. So wow. I, I think that's like, that's, that's like why you date. won that date. Yeah. I was going to yeah, say, that's in love with you. you. Yep. Well, just, yeah, obviously. I'm so intrigued by the soup dinner. Do you remember what kinds of soup we're talking? Um, I know that they were like, there were a couple of options. I think there was like a vegan option and a vegetarian option and a non-vegetarian option. But I'd have to check. It was a benefit. I know it was a benefit for a school in Detroit, but huh. I don't remember any other details of that. It was like 2017 or something. It's just such an oddly specific dish for a charity <laughs> event. Everybody's quietly slurping. Mm-hmm. We'll see if I can't find. Well, and it was also like 
you know, when, when community tables used to be a real big thing, uh, that everybody, yeah. like all mm-hmm. strangers are all sitting at a big no. table together. It was one of those. <laughs> You're like, nope. No. <laughs> Soup dinner. Rose's how, how to host a soup dinner party that will impress anyone Ooh. from celebrations at home blog. Except for people that have misophonia, then they hate you. <laughs> it was yeah. loud enough that there was no slurping. Um, mm, okay. And we were comfortable enough with each other that the first question he asked when I invited him is what kind of place is this? And I said, you can wear jeans. And he was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh soup i love soup i know i love soup personally but it it is a it's a it's a a sticky wicket Um, i am undecided on soup because (laughs) i don't feel that satisfied when i eat soup like i need a little bit more chew has a good crusty bread with yeah maybe french onion soup I love it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we're all just that. thinking about soup. <laughs> I like like an Italian wedding cake, or yeah, is that what it's called? I like that kind of soup. Italian wedding not soup cake, yeah. but it, not it cake. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Italian wedding cake soup. Hmm. Gross. I mean, I'd try it. The mm-hmm. problem is, I haven't had anything to drink. I don't know why the cake came out. Because <laughs> you want cake. You want why. cake, obviously. Uh, okay, um, Meredith, do you want to go uh, list out uh, Gregory Schreckengoss's, uh final ones? That yeah, real quick. Uh, he said that the comedy answer is the birth of one of your first children <laughs> with, with another person. <laughs> yeah, that would be a bad That'd be date. pretty bad. Um, and then he also said something congratulatory for one of you. So, like, say you're winning an award of some sort, like oh, yeah. inviting a date to that would be extremely awkward for the date, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also brought up controversial music, which made me think of ICP. Like, I kind of unironically still love ICP, but I would never in a million years like drag anyone else. Yeah, to see, to them, see them because they're terrible and bad and the <laughs> fans are insane. I know what to expect because I've been to a bunch of ICP shows, but like I would never, ever bring an uninitiated person to one of those. Yeah, I think that's probably yeah. wise. Um, Christy, do you want to list out your last few? Oh, sure. Um, A work function for like a first. Oh, yeah. That's probably fifth date. Yeah, like that's to, awkward. to go as someone's plus one at their yeah. work deal, mm. Oof, boy, or Oof. your own. That, so like that's like I mean, out of like a be romance f- novel. Like, yeah, oh, like we had to do a plus one, but now we fell in love. Um, yep, and then um, kind of along the lines with Meredith's and the jazz club, any live music. <laughs> you're like period. It's just too yeah. loud. Like you're not like getting to know the person or anything, yeah. Yeah. unless it's like maybe you found each other on a message board for jazz you know, so-and-so band yeah <laughs> jazz lovers. yeah then it, then it makes sense but yeah no how I, do you feel about i mean because your point about uh not being able to get to know each other is good mm-hmm. how about the traditional movie date where you are sitting next to each other in the dark for two hours and you can't talk See, i don't think that's a great no. Well, and it's also, a- I would be stressed out the whole time because 
I honestly like don't love going to see movies with many people because I'm concerned about what they're thinking about. Like I'm thinking, mm. um, yeah, you're worried about someone else's experience. Yeah. Right. yeah. Do they like it? Are they having, I kind of mm. like this or I hate this. What if they really like it? You know, I, that, that would actually kind of be a terrible day for me. And you're not talking, yeah, you're not getting to know the person. You're not talking. Yeah. You're it's still strangers like at the end of this. Yeah. You have something to talk about, I guess. And maybe that's why it's like a popular thing, but I think it's mm-hmm. weird. I mean, if you were, if you, again, met because you're movie nerds and you like go to the movie and then go somewhere else after to talk about it maybe, but no, no. it's just not good. Cause then you're like not concentrating on the movie. Cause you're like, are, are we going to hold hands? Like, you know, <laughs> like it's just weird. The whole thing is weird. You you put your hand in the popcorn. They put their hand in the popcorn. <laughs> your fingernails. Oh, your fingers I thought touch. You, I thought it was going to be the old popcorn. Oh God! No. Yeah, me trick. too. I'm I was going to make a joke about that, I'm and I thought Mike. it was really inappropriate. So thanks, <laughs> no. Anne. Thanks, okay, Anne, for doing that. I was going to say that I don't have any. I mean, I have many other options. I think I thought about camping, but that would that is just like a bridge too far. Nobody would ever ask me to go camping mm-hmm. with them. But um, my um. I asked some of my friends that had been single more recently than I had about their like, just like bad dates or whatever. And my friend Aaron said that um, she went on a date uh, with a guy and he, um, he, they like went to go eat and then they went to go see Pearl Harbor. Like the movie said this was many, many years ago and he fell asleep and started snoring in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Pearl Harbor is very long. Yes. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, that's so boring. And then she said she had another guy that like bragged about having a Range Rover. And she was like, I don't like, am I supposed to be impressed? I don't really understand Oof. why. Mm. Um, and then well, next time you're car- on the Savannah, then yeah. you'll be all set to go in your Range Rover. Honestly. And then my friend Katie did that. She has been on many, many bad dates, but she said she always knew. And this is no offense, Bobby, I guess, but like, this is why men suck. Um, she said she would always know, like she was on a date from like an app or whatever. And she always knew that they would ask her on a second date. If she didn't say anything, if she didn't talk, if she just like asked what? them questions, like she was like, if I asked Ew. them questions, they'd be like, Oh my God, you're so like, you're so interesting. And she was like, I literally didn't <laughs> say anything. Like I didn't say anything. Like, are my boobs interesting? I guess so. Anyway, you need yep yep all right anything else please no i mean we have this article about the 51st states, oh, right. 50 worst states and we definitely don't have to go through it but one kind of common thread that i saw uh show up a few times well number two a video game with your friends and it's the with your friends yes. part yeah like if yep. if your first date is them bringing you to do something with their friend group no i no. think that applies no. yeah any sort of thing where like you're the odd one out yeah yep that yeah. puts you you're, you're coming into footing, an established that's... group no yes. way yeah no thank you if it's their family or their friends or your family or your friends no thank you yep. and i i and always... the thing is it's probably more comfortable for them they yeah. feel well, safer sure. yeah but they're not thinking they know you. around yeah and i always think that i'm going to be the person i'm like they're gonna love me because i have like unearned confidence in that way that i'm like i can charm <laughs> and then it never works i'm always like who the fuck is this person like get out of here you have to charm them first and then convince them 
to do those things later. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Uh, yeah, there's some more. I mean, there's some actually like a visit with your parents. <laughs> oh, the what? one number 12 was a McDonald's restaurant. And it made me think a, a guy did take me on a date. I believe I've talked about this. A guy did take me on a date one time to Chili's, which actually was like fine because I don't hate Chili's. But then we went back to his place uh, and I uh, saw some like platform flip-flops it was the early 2000s and his closet and I was like whose are these and he was like oh they're my sisters and then he was like actually I have a girlfriend I found a Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse bra at his house and I was like who's <laughs> this and he was like my sisters and I was like what's your sister doing taking her bra off at your house bye <laughs> <laughs> gross and a Minnie Mouse okay whatever yeah That's, no yuck Yep. Oh God. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. Some uh, of yes. these are, we'll, we'll link to these. Cause some of them are, I mean, some of them are bizarre. I mean, some of them are just stupid, like take her to a taxidermist. I mean, okay. Um, Camping yeah, I think is a real bad idea. Yes. But the one that I think that we also have agreed on, if you were into it, the airplane, the airport to watch planes land and take off, that might be kind of fun. I sure. think that could be fun. Yeah. Depends on the person, though. I, I a lot of this boils down to know the person you're going yes. on a date with, or yes. like try to get a feel for what they like. Yes. Yep. Exactly. I know. I always say I I try to be a good like when somebody comes to visit Austin or when I lived in Los Angeles that somebody tried to visit there. I try to like model my tour. Like it's not one size fits all. Like you kind of have to like mm-hmm. adjust to what you think the person would be into. Yeah, that's how it is. With that people. means you're good at that. Yeah. 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 All right. Tell us question of the week. What is your idea of a terrible date? And honestly, like nobody's trying to yuck anybody's yum. I hate that mm-hmm. phrase, but you know what I mean? Like it's, you know, if you like to go ax throwing, if you like to go bungee jumping, like that's fine. It's just not our thing. This is our mm-hmm. show and we get to talk about it. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. How's, How's your, your podcast? podcast? <laughs> <laughs> my god i haven't thought about that in a minute (laughs) (laughs) oh god all right moving on to t she recommends um i'm gonna take it i caveat i am not done with this book but like i said reading sahara somehow made me want to read more so that's good um it did leave somewhat of a mark um i started this book which has been it's like i didn't hear about it and then all of a sudden i like maybe it's just because I started reading it. It's like everywhere I go, I keep seeing people say, oh, I just read that. It's called Lessons in Chemistry. I can't remember who it's by. Bonnie something. Um, It's a textbook. uh, Yes. I kind of thought it was going to be like Hillary's Horny Corner a little bit. Like I thought it was, you know, like Lessons in Chemistry, you know, just sort of like plan words or whatever. It's not really. I mean, there it it's you know, there is some love in it, but it's kind of about a woman who was a scientist in the fifties and her navigating that world as a woman. In the oh, 50s. I have heard of this. Yeah. It's good. I really like it. And it the- sounds like lab girl. There was a book I read called lab girl like that. Okay. I think it was past the fifties, but in that, maybe that same Jean Jean. Um, but no, I'm really enjoying, I really like the protagonist. I had heard some people say, oh, I don't like the protagonist. Cause she's like, not likable like she's kind of supposed to be she's not unlikable she's just very honest like you know and there's a part where she's talking about changing her last name if she got married and it's and then she asked the guy like well what if you you could change your name and he's like why would i change my name and she's like exactly that oh my god i just had this conversation with my mother the other night (laughs) i mean it is is. i was like 
if it's so important to the man that, you know, everybody has the same last name for the children, he can change his last name. Exactly. Exactly. If I were to go back in time, we'd all be Livingston's. I have uh, some <laughs> friends from college who I have a couple guy friends from college who took their wives names and a couple who like made their own new last name out of a, you know, a combo of both of their names. And I think that's pretty that's pretty that cool. cool. Why not? I know. They're all made up names There's anyway. No, no rules, just right. right. My Livingston. Down with the patriarchy. Livingston yeah. is a made up name. I mean, it's a real name, I guess, but it's not like that side of my family is not Scottish. It was, they were from Germany. It was a different last name and they changed it. So it's all bullshit anyway. So do what yep. you want. It's all made up. But how will you know that she's his possession? <laughs> it's true. It's true. She doesn't have his last name. No. God. Not shitting on the millions and millions of women who have adopted his I mean, last name. It's just you should have a. It shouldn't be weird to not do it. I no, exactly. Thing. Exactly. And I'm, you know, I did it. And there's definitely times where I, I mean, to be honest, if Dave had a really terrible last name, I would have been like, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm right. I think it was Billery or something. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, or he was David. Then Butts. you really should. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. this is the problem because the kids are facing this sometimes because Dave's name, um, like nickname with some of his friends is Buttsy. And I was always like, Ab- absolutely not. Like, I will. Nobody can ever call me that. And I think the kids have now come up against people realizing that there's a butt. And they'll come oh, up guys. with anything, though. I know. Children. Yeah. 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 Oh, goodness. They, they called me Van Horny when I was in like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll find it. Kids yep, are the worst. They're going to find ways. Yes. Yep. Yes, they will. Um, okay, Meredith. Yeah. So there's a Netflix show that was recommended to me by Netflix called <laughs> Kunk on Earth. Yeah, and I was a, like, that sounds yeah. crazy. What? <laughs> what's going on? Um, but Netflix turns out knows me really well. And this is kind of a mockumentary um and it it the, the host calls herself philomena kunk which is a terrible <laughs> off name. The tongue. um yeah really um but she is kind of an improv comedian and she kind of goes through like the broad strokes of just history from from the beginning of humankind uh, and I'm I'm only a few episodes into it, but it's something that I've been watching when I'm in a bad mood to cheer me up. And it's so effective. It is hilarious. It's like, um, you remember when Ali G was such a big thing yeah. and it was such a crazy idea that he was like this weirdo who interviewed serious people, but was an idiot and was really funny. She does that, but it's like a million times better. Mm. Interesting. And- She's if anyone has seen, oh gosh, what was the afterlife? Uh the Ricky Gervais show afterlife. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. She's her name, her real name is Diane Morgan. She's hilarious. She is so funny. She has a writing credit on the show just for her like improv that she does. And she interviews all these like serious scholars and pretends that she doesn't know anything about anything and it is so <laughs> god it's so funny i i have a really hard time with like awkward humor but it's not that kind of awkward sometimes i'm hiding behind my blanket but not too too much mostly it's just like laughing at how stupid she's acting um have you looked to see there's other there so netflix just has the that one but then there's also like conk on earth and cook conk on britain and yes, stuff like that she has like different yeah. sets of series so this is this is just the first i've been aware of this one but there's a lot more 
when you're done with this series to check out. So I'm excited to watch what else she's done. Cool. But Conk on Earth on Netflix. Watch your own time you say that. Life. That is a <laughs> weird title. It is. It's it's a weird name. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of names that I would not take if I got married, Kunk has to be <laughs> Right? I didn't change mine. Well, so it's a pain in the butt to change your name. It is. And so I changed it and changed it back. And then I was like, I'm never doing this again. Um, no. So nothing against Skudlarik. Um, It's <laughs> well, honestly like an easier name yeah. than Van Harn for some reason. But uh, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep my maiden name from now on. Yeah. Um, I kind of have two. One is Poker Face. That's is that on um Peacock? Yeah, it's on Peacock. Has anyone seen it? Yeah, okay, it's Peacock. I loved it. Um, I, I was gonna recommend it. I loved it. I've never even so heard of good. this. It's really good. It's with Natasha Leon. Oh, and oh. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, it's okay. So okay. good. So each episode she's the only, I guess one of the only reoccurring characters. Yeah. And she kind of has this. I'm going to say superpower, but it's not real. I'm like, it's not science fiction of being able to tell when people are lying. And so she is running from these mafia people and each episode is her in a different town and there's been a murder and she kind of figures it out and then like gets out of town really quick. Um, it's a little like Columbo ish, like, um, um, Columbo slash like murder. She she has as bad luck as Jessica Fletcher. Yes, exactly. She's always around murder. Yeah. So I I really like it. I like her. The guest star list is amazing because, you know, they only have to do one episode and then they're pretty much never seen again because she moves on. So, yeah, I really like it. And it's I'm uh, really happy about Natasha Leone's like career. Me too. Orange is the New Black. I think she was she's just been underutilized until now. And she's amazing. I love her. And I she's it's um, Ryan Johnson produced it and has written some on it, I think. But I, Dave was like, I'm not that into her, which kind of irritated me. And I was like, I like a raspy voice lady. I love it. I think it's good. <laughs> and she's very, and she's like my age. So I, you know, connect with, you know, anytime you realize somebody well, is within such a good redemption story yes, because yeah. she was like, you know, showing out on drugs, almost died a couple times. And then now she's like, she's doing amazing together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really fun, and I especially like the first episode is good because it sets it up. But like, I honest, I have I'm only watched three episodes, but like the Texas barbecue one was really good. Um, and my mom told me she was like the one with um Chloe Sevigny is really good, and I haven't watched it yet. I might it's watch it. Good, tonight. yeah, yeah, that's a good one. What is this on um, Netflix? Peacock. No, Peacock. Peacock. Okay, yeah. So my other one is also on Peacock, which is and it's a um. It's called The Trader, and it's a reality show. Oh, I heard that was good. Show. It's really good. So I had heard about it, and I don't really like this, and I, um, these kind of shows. But basically, it's a bunch of it's half normal people, like just normies. Like one guy works at a DMV type situation, and half are like reality stars. So there was like there's a Real Housewife. There's Andy. people from Big Brother. There's a and- survivor. Like. And what? there's and there's somebody who I know Jeremy loves or- below deck Kate, yeah. <laughs> which <laughs> this makes me love her even more. She, I want to be friends with her, but also I'm kind of scared of her. Yeah, so totally. I like that. Yeah, um, absolutely. And so the premise is Alan Cummings is 
the host and they are living in a Scottish castle. And then there's three people that are basically traitors and they know who each other is, but no one else does. And every night they murder someone, quote unquote, murder someone. And then everyone finds out because that person doesn't come to breakfast. And then they do a challenge to add money to the pot. And then that day they vote off someone who they, the, the normie, the people who aren't the traders, I don't remember what they're called, some dumb name. And they have to figure out who the traders are and kill off people. Sounds like a board game. It sounds it, like mafia, like mafia. secret Hitler. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. secret Hitler mafia, yeah. but but also show. Survivor Big Brother because the the challenges they're doing are like wild and crazy. Hmm. I might have to so, watch it. I've been like I various uh, podcasts I listen to, mostly like Real Housewives oriented ones, have been talking about it. And I fast forward because I feel like I want to watch it. So I'm like, I don't want to hear what happens. And yeah, I heard that Alan Cumming is like a great host because he just like, oh my gosh, you know thrives so on funny. the drama yeah yeah <laughs> he makes everything and he's like and one of you will be murdered I'm like well <laughs> no funny. they just <laughs> he's really funny he's uh, worth watching actually murder for them what if they I did mean, we don't That'd know be cool. yeah what if they did it's you know maybe there's different rules in scotland mm-hmm. maybe <laughs> <laughs> well with yeah, that this is the time for you to get involved with the show if you would, at thisshowhaseverything.com or visit our Facebook group where you can tell us about your idea of rural bad dates. Um, we will be asking that question in a few days. Uh, the show Twitter is, oh, fuck Elon. We don't care. <laughs> Email us at tshishow at gmail.com, which is what you can do if you have a voice memo that you just attach so that we can hear your lovely voices. If you are a raspy voiced female in her 40s, <laughs> Hillary is extremely interested in hearing from I you. Am. <laughs> and you can fax Bobby your butt at 617-354-8513. As always, the AOL keyword is T she. <laughs> Is it? Uh, it, it is. is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Thanks for joining us tonight. And that was everything, question mark, about bad dates.
We can dance if we want to We can leave your friends behind Cause your friends don't dance And if they don't dance Well, they're no friends of mine See, we can go where we want to Place where they will never find And we can act like we come from out of this world Leave the real one far behind We can dance Don't say We can dress real neat from our hearts to our feet And surprise them with a victory cry Say, we can act if we want to If we don't, nobody will And you can act real good and totally removed And I can act like an imbecile Say, we can dance, we can dance Everything's out of control We can dance, we can dance Doing it from pole to pole We can dance, we can dance Everybody look at your hands We can dance, we can dance, everybody's taking the chance. Everybody's taking the chance. 